This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 2nd, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. A developed economy is one with the wide range of available products, services, and institutions needed to support wealth creation. But getting economies from here to there is a vexing task. Economist Peter Bauer's work has been key to raising the intellectual power of development economics. Cato Institute Vice President Jim Dorn is co-editor of the new book, Peter Bauer and the Economics of Prosperity. In this book, really, uh, Peter Bauer's vision of economic development uh, was a classical liberal vision in the sense that what he saw as economic development was not simply an increase in GDP or gross domestic product per capita. What he saw was it was an increase in the range of choices open to people. And I like that definition because that focuses on institutions that are needed to limit government and to increase the range of choices through mutually beneficial exchanges, through trade. So Bauer was a big uh, proponent of free trade. And uh, when he was writing uh, in the post-war era, the early post-war era, a lot of people thought that trade was not that good for development. They thought that development depended upon central planning, that development depended upon uh, lots of uh, capital per worker, uh, and depended upon foreign aid. Bauer argued against all those uh, viewpoints. So he was in the uh, really uh, uh, a, a strict minority on that issue, but now his views have been vindicated uh, to a large extent. Not too many people think that foreign aid is the way to development anymore, uh, nor do they think that uh, institutions are unimportant or foreign trade is unimportant. In fact, uh, the emphasis now is on property rights, institutions, rule of law, uh, limited government. So Bauer also put a lot of emphasis, as I say, on limited government. He pointed to Hong Kong, for example. Hong Kong did not have democracy, but it had limited government, the rule of law, and it had a very open market and and free trade. Uh, So democracy, while he thought it was important, he thought what was even more important was limiting the power of government uh, through a constitutional system or through an unwritten constitution like the British have uh, and a rule of law. Since the time that Bauer was writing these things, what has what has changed in terms of the thinking about development economics? Well, people like Bill Easterly and uh, Andre Schleifer now, uh, who's at Harvard, he's got an article coming out in the Cato Journal uh, on Peter Bauer and the failure of foreign aid. Uh, Jeff Sachs and others still think foreign aid's uh, a key to development, but uh, even there, uh, there's been a swing because nobody would say that institutions are not important, that markets don't matter. Uh, we've gone from a vision of kind of state-led development to market-led development. And most people still accept that viewpoint. Uh, So there's a lot more emphasis now on international trade. Uh, Look at China, for example. China uh, in 1978 was a very poor country. And now through opening to the international markets, uh, through institutional changes, uh, China's a, a much more open economy. Uh, people have more choices uh, that they have before them, and uh, they've lifted uh, hundreds of millions of people out of poverty. And it's not just China, India, and other countries have also done the same. Uh, so I think the consensus now is more along the lines of what Bauer envisioned back in the po- early post-war era when he was in the real minority. On the surface, I think it's easy to see that uh, it's very difficult to come to a lot of the conclusions that Bauer did. Uh, 
given the fact that if you define economic development as the range of goods, services, uh, institutions that are available to you, uh, you don't get to predict uh, what's going to occur. Like in nobody would have said that Nepal was going to be uh, one of the greatest textile producers, as, as Bill Easterly points out. Nobody would have could have predicted that Nepal was going to turn into this great producer of textiles, and that story is repeated all around the world. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, Bauer did not think you could have a general theory of development. Uh, he said development is a very complex issue. It depends upon not only institutions, but it depends upon individual character, hard choices, uh, sacrifice in terms of uh, foregoing uh, current consumption to save and make investments in your own human capital. It depends upon culture. It depends upon many factors uh, rather than simply what economists said is more capital investment. Uh, if you don't have the institutions, what in fact, what Bauer said is capital is not so much a prerequisite for development as it is created in the process of development. And uh, what economists say today is basically that means that capital is endogenous. Uh, that means it's, it's not created from outside the system. It's created from inside the system. So people are coming, you know, to the same conclusions that Bauer reached years ago. And Bauer reached these conclusions based upon his travels in Africa, uh, West African trade he studied uh, in detail. He, st he went to Malaysia and studied the rubber plantations there. And what he found is that the small traders uh, were the key to development. And there were long links in this from the small traders to other intermediaries to the final consumer. And uh, he had a great, uh, really, he, he, he found a lot of dignity in individuals and, and believed more in individuals and responsibility through private property rights rather than massive government programs. So he wanted to basically get the government out of the way. He said foreign aid was basically government-to-government -government aid, and it empowered the governments and did not empower people. Uh, in fact, he distinguished between uh, power and freedom that when things are done through the government, it's not necessarily done through coercion, whereas through the market, it's based upon uh, consent. And uh, therefore, he was really took a market liberal view or a classical liberal view of development and uh, really made a huge difference in the way people thought about things. And it, it was a very slow change. And the change occurred because of the huge failure of central planning and the collapse of the Soviet Union uh, and the emergence of these uh, miracle so-called miracle economies. And, of course, Ireland, uh, when Ireland, uh, from being a very slow-growth economy, uh, generated lots of economic growth, it was because of changes in institutions and uh, not a change in the culture or anything else, but changes in institutions and opportunities that were now available to people and open foreign investment and uh, so on. Cato Vice President Jim Dorn is co-editor of the new book, Peter Bauer and the Economics of Prosperity. You can get your copy at Cato.org.